Hello out there. Hi, 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 hi. Hi. <sighs> As I take my deep breath, welcome to the show. You have reached the right destination. You are at Imperfectly Perfect, the podcast. And I am your host, Agent K. How you do? Please the Lord that you're here with us today. I just got like mental frustration right now and we're going to talk about this subject today and it's going to be me trying to keep my cool as I go over why I why I'm mad at this and why you should be mad too and why you should be careful of what new laws may pop up in your state especially if you're in a red state Let's get into the tea. But before we do, I do ask you to subscribe. And if you enjoy this podcast, please research my others. This is episode 13. Yes, episode 13. I try to get on here every week, but sometimes your girl has to have a mental break from all this trauma and drama that is happening in the world. I am currently on a self-care vacation. What's a self-care vacation? Basically where I take a week off to not deal with anything that's going on at work, any of the trials or tribulations, get some medical and dental stuff done and go on about my business. Okay? So let's really get into the tea. You have reached August, excuse me, it's not August no more, September 3rd. At the time of this recording, it is Friday and you are listening to episode, like I said, 13. And maybe it is proponent that um, it is episode 13 and we're going to talk about this subject of is Roe versus Wade disappearing is the question so during this week our friends in Texas led by their illustrious governor Greg Abbott decided to put the strictest abortion ban law in the nation. The strictest. If you have not been watching the news or if you've only been watching the news for the flooding that happened across Louisiana, New York, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania, as well as other states downstate, not downstate, but more down south, we're going to be addressing that too. As well as Afghanistan. But this one, in my book, needed more respect. And given the history of this subject and how it has not been respected in many news outlets going as far back as 1973, we need to talk about it. This is number one on my hit list. So... Governor Greg Abbott 
and in his illustrious wisdom, decided to put this anti-abortion ban on the women of Texas. And those who have been following Roe versus Wade for years, this might sound like a repeat. But this repeat has a different outcome. So let's go into the facts of the case, okay? So it makes it illegal for any woman to have an abortion if she's beyond six weeks of the pregnancy. Now, there's a problem with this because most women don't know they're pregnant until they are beyond six weeks of pregnancy. Unless they have a test to detect right after sex that you're pregnant, this is going to be very problematic. It it already be, is already becoming a template to be interacted in other states. And when I say other states, I mean other red states like South Dakota or Florida, for example. It also talks about, and you have to excuse me, I numbered all these because I wanted to go in a certain order. This law does not provide protections for sexual molestation or incest or rape. So if I was raped and... I need an abortion, but I don't know I'm pregnant until, until I am seven weeks in the state of Texas. I cannot get abortion. Let that metaphor for, for a moment. So another part of this law allows for community bounty hunters or community or excuse me, Vigilante, vigilante bounty hunters um, to be whistleblowers of anyone who's had had abortion and anyone who has assisted them. So for providers, I had to look this up on several different websites, several different articles, as well as listen to um, Velshi, Rachel Maddow, and... Brian Williams to get some kind of understanding, but it is so free flowing in the way it's written. It has to be tested in order to be concrete. So basically what I found out, if you're a doctor, if you're an Uber driver driving me or a woman to get an abortion in Texas, if you help pay for the abortion, Within four years of when this act happened, anybody can go and report you as a co-conspirator against this law. And then sue you. And if they win the suit, they will gain at least $10,000 from you. And you may be wondering how these people are going to get that type of money. You sit back and you, I just want you to sit back and think about this. It's called a whistleblower website where you can anonymously or unanonymously, if you are going to be the plaintiff in this suit, 
report someone who has aided in an abortion. Now, remember, I said aided because the woman who's getting the abortion is not being sued. It's the person who aided in the abortion. So this could be anybody who supported you, anybody who gave you money, anybody who um, who performed the action, the clerk at the um, clinic, anybody. So this makes private citizens bounty hunters. This means if your uncle didn't like that you got an abortion because of his religious values and he finds out that you had an abortion, he could just find out who aided you in the family and sue them. If your next door neighbor knew, oh, today she looks like she got a little punch or I overheard her talking on the phone saying that she's pregnant and she's going to get an abortion at such and such a clinic. I could sue the clinic for $10,000 because that's going against the ban. Now this ban is only for people who people and agencies that live in and work in Texas. There's more, my friends. Now, this ban was brought up to the Supreme Court, our U.S. Supreme Court. Can you're wondering, were there arguments? There were not arguments for either why this ban is unconstitutional or why this ban is constitutional. Overnight, the court and his esteemed judges put out their dissensions on why this law is constitutional at a vote of five to four. So there's a lot of questions that come up and, 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 you know, it's a lot going on in this, but there's more. Justice Sotomayor, who comes from the Bronx, shout out to Bronx, New York, my hometown, my stomping grounds. She put out her dissension and I only got a portion of it because it was three pages long. I do believe is available on a Google search, but she threw all pleasantries aside. I would have been down if she started cursing out all her colleagues that voted for this to be constitutional. But she said, and I quote, press it presented with an application to enjoin a flagrant unconstitutional law engineered to prohibit women for ex exercising their constitutional rights in Roe versus Way judicial excuse me constitutional rights and evade judicial scrutiny a majority of justices have opted to bury their heads 
in the sand. And this was read on CNN. Justice Sotomayor went deeper with the dissent. And some of the statements pulled out by CNN was was repeated. <clears throat> like I said, if you want to read the dissensions on all this, just do a Google search for Justice Sotomayor Mayor, and um, the Texas abortion ban. And you're going to see everybody's arguments. But... Soto Mayor has a special spot in my heart and I will quote her day in and day out, but it's crazy. Joe Biden called for his council of gender equality, the department of health and human services and the Justice Department to fi- find steps to ensure women in Texas have access to safe and legal abortions in their state. With the upholding of this Texas law means Roe versus Wade, Wade can be reversed or undercut. Let me repeat that. Means Roe versus Wade can be reversed or undercut, ending the women's constitutional rights. Which means a bunch of men, if I got to put it in layman's terms, a bunch of men will have control of women's health choices. And if you look at the representation in both parties and all government entities, you will see the main gender and racial identity. Now, this is not a new thing. In January of 1973, Roe versus Wade became a law from or a constitutional right, I should say. From the Supreme Court. And this decision was against da, 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 Texas and their ban on abortion. So now that we have said all this, does anybody's head hurt? Because I'm going to tell you the truth. My head hurt. My head is spinning right now. And I was watching Rachel Maddow. Before I got on. I even, even taped it. Because it talks about. It spent almost the whole show. About this subject. Uh, The show after. 11 hour. With Brian Williams. I believe. uh, Spent the whole show. Discussing it. Velshi. Was on. And he spent. Almost the whole show. On it. 
And um, I got some personal opinions, per- personal fears that um, is running through my head. And, and I'm sure you all have the same questions. So number of questions is causing this possible issues. I need to get this off my chest. Possible issues. So if you're stopping a woman from having an abortion and she can't afford to go out of state because many of us, well, not even many of us, there's going to be a lot of women who, who are going to need an abortion who do not have the funds or friends to, to give her money to go out of state to get an abortion. You're overflowing the foster care system because they're going to end up abandoning those kids. If you don't have your foster care system to a point to catch all those abandoned children, you are going to be dead in the water. And that is the God's given truth. Um, There's going to be an uptick in false allegations. Nobody's thought about this. False allegations. In New York City and in most states, um, there's this thing called mandated reporter line. And this line was put into place to report people who abuse their children or children who are endangered. So endangered could be um, they're living in squalor, the mother and father has mental health issues or and or drug dependency and the kids go to school smelly and they don't have clean clothes or they don't have a proper uh, 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 food. That's an allegation and that could be taken by the state. And the state could notify whatever county department services. So in New York City, we have administration of children's services. They get notified. They send somebody out there. If the person visually sees what's going on and sees that the children are in danger, they will take the kids into their custody and then they enter the foster care system. The reason why I bring up this example is because there's always someone making a false allegation. So I have known cases because I work in foster care, hence the need of the self-care med vacation. I have worked in foster care where there have been false allegations and children being taken from their parents unnecessarily. I have seen foster parents have false allegations made against them where to the point where the allegations were so believable and depending who investigates it and whether or not they believe them or not would just plainly take the false allegation and then end up closing this foster parent's home. Or taking the children away from this foster parent. Because, A, quote, they're dangerous. I have seen family members take in these children and their own family member, who the children was taken away from, cause a false allegation. So I foresee that with this whistleblower website, there's going to be tons of false allegations and that 
you're going to be arresting people to ha- that had helped people and they haven't helped nobody. I foresee it. An uptick on abortions on the dark market, which means illegal abortions or back alley abortions, which was totally 1990s. Now it's coming back in 2021. A flood of women going to other states for abortion. Will their met? And this has a side note. Will their medical insurance cover it? Hence why they need to get money from family, friends, and associates. Back in 1970s, before Roe versus Wade was passed, but before 1973, I should say, women who wanted an abortion in Texas or many southern states that had this ban would raise money and go to places like New York to get an abortion. And God knows how expensive that was. Now we are in 2021. And now we have to do the same thing. Over again. We have. At least in Texas. They have retreated back to what. 45 wanted. 1950. This is terrible. And we're not even going to go into the voting ban that they have in place. Yeah. All this is adding up, people. All this is adding up. Increased trauma and need of additional mental health for the mother. Here you are forcing a woman who does not have the means... Or has the desire to keep this child. Or forcing a woman who has been raped. Or forcing a woman who had her father rape her. Incest. Uncle rape her. Incest. To have a child. And then if she does not feel guilty enough. She's putting this child into foster care. And how foster care works, at least in New York, and I don't know if it changes in, in Texas, if you don't abandon the child at some point and do not put your name anywhere near that child, you're go- going to still be involved. There are visits. Yes, there are visits. There are courts, um, hearings. And it takes at least two years to free a child. And you're going to be going through all that unless you decide to do abandonment. And if at a later date, and you still live in that state, if at a later date you grow up and you're like, okay, I want a child, and you have that child, you may have ACS or social services called on you because you already gave up one child. And your name is in the system. That's causing extra trauma on a woman. Who was raped or incest. And decided to give the child up for adoption. 
and she couldn't have the abortion because she found out at week seven that she was pregnant and she didn't have no friends or family to help her get out of the state of Texas to go to New York and have an abortion. And by the way, the state surrounding Texas right now, they are already saying that they are overflowing with appointments from women in Texas who need an abortion. So, can I, and, and the funny thing about this is... No Republican, senator, or congressperson has spoken out about this ban in Texas. You would think this would be a feather in their cap. But I'm going to tell you why they're not speaking out. A. Some of them are up for midterm elections. And they have to make sure that their platform is well-rounded. As soon as they mention this ban in Texas, that might sink them in their state. Not And B, not even the conservative media, media, which is Fox News, is speaking about this passing. Like I said, you would think this is a feather in their cap. But it's not. It really isn't. Because guess what? It's not going to work out for them the way they think it will. This is going to turn around and bite them in the ass. And I'm going to tell you why. White women voters. I know in in a past uh Podcast. I spoke about how the black vote is very important. They are creating by this block and many states Xeroxing this template in their state. They are now creating a new voting block. And that's going to be white women voters. Especially the ones that are middle class educated because they're going to be the ones who's going to tell the rest of the women yo we can't vote for this person because they allowed this ban on their watch to happen so now they're creating a block and they're going to infiltrate this block because this ban is going to go global and it's already started if every newscaster on msnbc and cnn is speaking out about this you best believe you're gonna hear about it even in passing your girlfriend you're not even in texas your girlfriend comes y'all go into the gym and be like did you hear what texas did they're banning women's rights to have an abortion and as you guys talk about it y'all gonna get infiterated because you're like oh it's not gonna happen in this state guess what in six weeks it's happening in your state so get mad now 
whether you're in a Democratic-led state or a Republican-led state. It's time to get mad. And it's time to start getting together with your girlfriends, white, black, or indifferent, and start working your network. Because protests do wonders. But when you go in the voting booth and you vote, make sure you learn and research who is for you and your health rights and who's against you. And men who are listening to this, I want you to do the same exact thing. Because we are talking about your wives, your mothers, your sisters, your cousins, and your aunties. Think about it this way. If your little cousin gets raped by her boyfriend. And she get an abortion. Or let's even go simpler. Your little cousin has sex with her boyfriend. And she's 13 years old. She would counsel as well as friends and well more family than friends make the decision to do this abortion her body her right she has the abortion within the six week time which would be a blessing but within four years let's just say that boyfriend didn't want that abortion within four years under this law He can bring a lawsuit against the entire family that helped her. The counselor who who counseled her through the time. The doctor. The woman who checked her in. And if she had to have anesthesia, the anesthesiologist. And why? Because the child may have had cardiac activity. Now, I'm no doctor. I don't know when a fetus becomes, um, excuse me, when an embryo, fertilized embryo becomes into a fetus. And all the other stages of development of a woman being pregnant. But I don't think at two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, well, maybe at five or six weeks, that there is brain activity there is heart activity or anything like that I don't know I've never been pregnant I didn't go to medical school but the the ex-boyfriend can bring all these people up for up to a lawsuit and as congressman congresswoman Wu said on Rachel Maddow today she said it she said this could be a way For someone in Texas can make a living by saying this person helped this woman get an abortion past the six weeks. And I'm going to sue you for it and can get at least $10,000 from one entity. So what this law does, it basically stops women from having a choice and it stops women to seek help from anybody who can give it to them. So Congresswoman Wu, which I believe is her name, 
is either Wu or Lu. But I'm going to say Congresswoman has been for over for a long time been trying to push the Women's Health Protection Act to become a federal law, which basically says a woman has a choice in for her body what medical protection she wants. And being that she has that protection means that Roe versus Wade cannot be deleted by the Supreme Court. And as we're talking about the Supreme Court, now the calls for fixing the Supreme Court is getting louder. When Joe Biden, well, President Biden got into office, one of the points that he made was that the Supreme Court He is looking into the Supreme Court adding more justices to make it more balanced. Right now, in the Supreme Court, there is Republican-favored justices. One of them looks like it is uh, Chief Justice John Roberts. Whom, if you don't remember, who was being vetted for the job under Trump. And during his vetting by uh, by Congress and or the Senate, by the legal bodies that that may be. He said he would not go against abortion rights. And that's exactly what he did. He was the lead justice for upholding the law as constitutional. Now, we're talking about court reform that back in January, when things were as crazy as they are now, He, President Biden said he was having a commission look into it. Fast forward to September. Now people are asking what was his findings. One little thing can have a snowball's effect across the board. Being that Texas as usual, it's starting up trouble. Now it's being called for all these things to be questioned. So at this moment, I got to do a woosaw because that's a lot of information. That's a lot of everything going on. But You understand how this does not feel right. How this is a situation that needs to be resolved. My biggest fear is the copycats. Okay? The copycats. So, I named two states, which is Florida and South Dakota, which are both headed by... I believe Republican governors. 
And what I do believe with um, Florida and South Dakota is that both of these Republican governors are looking to be running for president of the United States in 2024. In fact, I know that our friend in Florida is definitely putting together a group to do the vote to help. Well, not do the vote, but to help him get elected for president. That's why he started this whole whole brouhaha about why you asking people to do they want to be vaccinated or why you only serving vaccinated passengers on cruise ships or any kind of business. And that's why he started the whole brouhaha with the CDC because he's trying to get his name out there on a national platform. This has nothing to do with what's going on in the country and what's right for the country. He just wants to be noticed. He wants you to know his name. And that's exactly what we're doing. We're knowing his name. South Dakota, I have not been following too much, but if I see that he, that that state puts in a copycat law of this, that's going to be on our radar as well. So I'm telling you this because you need to know as citizens of the world, especially if you are in a state full of Republican governor or has strong Republican leadership that you need to know, guess what? My rights as a woman or my, or the rights of my mother, sister, grandmother, or baby cousin or aunties is being questioned. And that means we're going back to the 1950s. Women did not have the rights. They didn't, they weren't in the workforce like that. And if they were in the workforce, they were only in in it until they got married and became housewives. Yeah, you heard me say it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That's what was expected of a woman. We were supposed to bow down to our husbands and be submissive to their rights to their every whim we are we're not supposed to have an opinion so my question to you is as a person who has a woman in their lives who have supported them throughout their lives and saw how independent they were how do you feel knowing that this woman has to go through so many hoops. And we already got to go through hoops as it is. But go through so many extra hoops to maintain their health. There's no exception in this ban about whether or not if I have a heart attack. And it's me or the baby. And I'm beyond six weeks. Whether if it's a medical emergency. Will the doctor get Arrested. And if I'm married. And I have to do this. And my husband is against it. Is he going to sue everybody involved? This is a heavy subject. 
And maybe we need to discuss this another time. But it, all it does is raise more questions. And the Superior Court of the excuse me, the Supreme Court of the United States did not help the situation. They didn't hear arguments. They just made a decision in the middle of the night and sent it out. What kind of country we're living in? It's just getting worse and worse. And don't say because it's the president that we have. This is something that has been brewing since before Biden was president. Back when he was in vice president, according to many news outlets. But I think it was brewing since 1992. Because in 1992 is when Roe versus Wade was first challenged. And failed. So expect. I'll give it three months. No, I'll be even generous. Four months from now. That the same argument is going to come aboard for Roe versus Wade. With this decision that the Supreme, the U.S. Supreme Court done. Leaves a window of opportunity to gut Roe versus Wade. Yes, I said gut. And if they don't gut it, they will definitely kill it. I don't know what to tell you guys anymore. This is craziness. Absolutely crazy. And we're in trouble, my people. We're in trouble. So, what can we do? Start the discussion. Just like I have done with you today. 42 minutes worth and counting. Start the discussion. You need to start the discussion. If you got a daughter, you should be all over this. Because no matter what her age is, if this Roe versus Wade get gut, that means it opens the door to every other protection that a woman can have. And like I said in my Black Vote podcast, which you should really listen to, once one thing is gutted, i.e. Roe versus Wade, or killed... It starts a snowball effect and gives everybody, the, the people in charge, remember, what their racial, majority racial identity, as well as sex, gives them the opportunity to gut it further. That means birth control pills. And it can go farther than that. I have laid a heavy, heavy subject on you. And I really appreciate you sticking by me. And thinking about this deeply. Because this is craziness. And I'm going to say, I never thought of myself as pro-life. Never, ever. 
But I think, well, I can't say pro-life, more anti, I don't know what I am to tell you the truth. But I believe every woman has a right to, to do for what they want with their body. And what is right for their body. I do not believe that any person should have the right to tell me what I can and cannot do with my own body. That's not right. And it should not be allowed. Especially if you don't even know me and you just pass it along to make it cheaper for medical. I didn't even think about that. But either way, we need to stop it. Talk to your congressperson. Talk to your, your, your senate person. Write them an email, a letter. Give them a call. Let them know that you want protection for your family member, for your wife, for yourself. Tell them that you want the Women's Health Protection Act made into a federal law. Talk to your friends and tell them that this is what we need to protect the women in our lives. To protect ourselves. So I'm going to stop. Because I've this is the longest podcast I've done with you guys and I feel better that I got it off my chest and maybe I can sleep now but if you have any questions please reach out via email imperfectlyperfectpod at outlook.com on twitter k of lda or imperfect imp excuse me imp perfect pod and that's imp the word perfect and pod it's september 13th this is episode 13 and we just gotta ask is roe versus wade leaving and then we are we gonna let it go down without a fight have a good day may you be blessed and we can fight this fight together bye now